Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. We have to start off by saying happy Valentine's Day to everyone, Abe. Happy Valentine's. How long have you and Shelly been married? Uh, five and a half years going on 30. Okay, so, well, I was going to say, were you college, <laughs> were you college sweethearts? Have you, how long have you no, been no. together in total? <laughs> so uh, we've been together for eight years okay. and uh, 2012 we met and okay. 2015 we got married. Perfect. I like how yeah. you said going on 30 and I think that anybody that has spent any time <laughs> married knows exactly what you're talking about. They're all A lot of experience us. in those five and a half years. <laughs> I know people that have been married for 30 or 40 are probably laughing at me, but uh, no, we are, we are good to go, having a lot of fun and really enjoying each what other. they might not know about you though is that you and Shelly actually work together there in we Abish do, Financial we Services. Do. That so makes it interesting. It does Good make thing it we are busy here, right? Good thing we are really busy here <laughs> That's it. so that there are uh, very little personal matters in That's the workplace. That's it. Everybody is occupied, taking care of everybody else. You guys can focus right. on your personal stuff once you get back home later on. That's, uh, that's, that's right. how you guys that's manage exactly it, right. I know. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to couples, and I was just pointing out how you and Shelly work together and it, that's mm-hmm. been great. But, mm-hmm. you know, for some couples, it's a different situation. I mean, I think that we can all agree how important it is that we're honest with our spouse. That's obvious. Absolutely. But Ted Rossman, an industry analyst for creditcards.com, he was telling Fox Business that some of us may be keeping financial secrets. It's an awful lot of people that are either doing secret spending, keeping a secret credit card or savings account, or having secret debt. 44% of people who are married or otherwise living with a partner are doing one of these things. This is a big deal for a lot of people. It is a big deal, I think. And he points out that one reason may be that people are just uncomfortable discussing money. And I guess in some cases, even with the person that they are married to. But I'm guessing that this is a big problem. It can be, you know, Heather. I've, I've seen it happen actually quite a bit. And, um, you know, as a certified financial fiduciary, part of our code of conduct is to have confidentiality mm-hmm. with all of our clients. So, and that means to protect and keep all of our clients' information confidential and securely stored. That plays here in this conversation with, you know, sometimes, you know, married couples will come in together and all of a sudden we'll get a, a call from one of the spouses saying, hey, can I meet with you individually? Like, I don't want to bring in my husband or wife. Huh. Okay. Here's why. I just got an inheritance or, or I have some debt that I haven't told my spouse about or I have some other accounts that I didn't want to bring up in that meeting and here's why. Mm-hmm. That has happened. And uh, it reminds me of a couple that we recently helped. They live in Loudoun County to keep their information and okay. story uh, confidential. Yep. Uh, I'll just say the county that they live in, okay. Loudoun County, that's where we're headquartered here in Ashburn. And they came in for all of their meetings together. And that's what we highly recommend so that each spouse and partner is very much involved and very in tune with all of the things going on in their plan. You need to know if your spouse passes away and you have a pension, what is your survivor benefit going to be, if any? What does your Social Security benefits look like You know, when your spouse passes away? What, if any, life insurance do you have that will kick in and pass on? What do your retirement accounts look like? Is the house paid off? You know, all of these things, you know, almost all the decisions that we make will affect our spouses and families. And so that's why the spouse and partner needs to be involved as much as possible. We highly encourage that. So this couple came in together for all their meetings, and then we got a call from the husband separately. Okay. said, Abe and the team, can I set up a meeting with you privately? I know we just came in and had a meeting and those meetings were great, but I'd like to talk with you privately without bringing my wife in. Here's why. So he comes in, he says, you know what? 
I was embarrassed to talk about this in the meeting with my wife there. I didn't want her to know. I didn't want to have this conversation in front of you. However, my wife has a spending problem and she doesn't even know that I have two or three additional retirement accounts. Mm. And I want to talk to you about how you can help us with these dollars. And I haven't told her because I want to help her to preserve these dollars. And since she's got a little bit of a spending problem, if she knew the money was there, she might just start spending some of those dollars in got some of those it. accounts. I want these dollars to go to her and I want there to, I want, you know, after she's gone to pass on to my kids and grandkids. And so that's the reason why I want to have this meeting with you privately. My goal is to preserve these dollars for her and, and my family. And that's why I haven't told her. I know it kind of sounds bad, Abe, but that's why. What can you do to help me, you know, invest these dollars according to my risk tolerance? So that right. was, that was one example of a couple coming in and, and then, one of the spouses calling in individually, coming in individually mm -hmm. to talk about some accounts the other spouse didn't know about. You know, in that case, I totally understood why the other spouse wasn't involved. It's not the greatest thing, I don't think, but, right. you know, I guess it kind of works for them. And in the end, because of one of the spouse's spending problems will probably be best for that spouse and the family. So there is a problem there, though, and that is you know, not having as much transparency in the marriage mm -hmm. and not having as much vulnerability in terms of spending issues, debt issues, saving issues. And if we can work those out and be as transparent and vulnerable with our spouses and partners as possible, I think that's the in the best interest yeah. of the marriage in terms of finances. Right. What's the solution? Plan together as much as possible and be transparent with your spouses and partners about what's going on financially in the home, right? If there was debt you're bringing into the marriage or if you spent some money on something that maybe you didn't want to share that, you know, with your spouse or partner, let them know, let them know what's going on with your retirement accounts, how much you're putting into your 401ks, the types of insurance you have and all of that. So you're on the same page and you know exactly what's going on. God forbid something were to happen to you, a sickness, a disability, an unexpected death. You know exactly where to pick up the loose ends. Talking about our financial situation in any aspect is personal enough as is. So when you combine your money and your marriage, this is a conversation that I imagine many people would just rather avoid altogether. But as Abe was pointing right. out, he and his team, they can help you work through these kinds of situations. They are understanding of the sensitive nature on these topics. Mm -hmm. They are here not to judge you, but to help you figure these things out. All right. So we've talked money. We've talked marriage. Now let's talk a little bit about the markets. If you were among those cheering the recent GameStop frenzy, you might want to rethink that enthusiasm. While much of the financial media played it off as the little guy beating the big bad hedge funds at their own game, it turns out that many of the little guys were hurt as well. CNBC points out that a lot of our pension plans are invested in those same hedge funds. Abe, what does that mean? Can our pensions take a hit because of this? Absolutely. And so, look, what was happening in the market here with GameStop and mm -hmm. AMC and some of the other, other stocks is is craziness. It's nuts what's happened. Yeah. And that's why, you know, as a firm, Heather, we are not stock pickers. Okay. Right. We are retirement planners. We are retirement income planners. We are a fiduciary firm. We help pre-retirees and retirees, pretty much people 55 and up, 
approaching retirement or just in helping them with this transition from their working career into retirement. So we are not stock pickers. If you're asking us about GameStop, we know what you do, you know, by looking at, you know, CNN money and all these websites about what's going on. So, but yes, hedge funds and the way they invest can affect pension funds and vice versa. You know, sometimes pension funds will hire out hedge funds to help them manage the pension funds. So this type of thing going on in the market between, you know, all of the individual investors, uh, you know, on the Reddit platform and then some of the hedge funds, this can definitely have a ripple effect to the Mm -hmm. average American. And so it's something to pay attention to. And really it puts, again, even more onus and responsibility on, on us as individual Americans to make sure we're doing everything possible to plan for a successful retirement where we can retire with as much dignity and confidence possible. We just helped a gentleman who recently called into our show, Heather, and he lives in Alexandria. He's 75 years old and he's widowed, lives in Alexandria, and he's working for the government, not because he has to, but because he wants to. He wants to stay busy. He is healthy. He is very sharp. He acts like he's, you know, 60 to 65, Uh but he's 75. Uh Uh, He does have a pension. He has Social Security. He's got working income through the government. He's got a TSP. He's got some annuities. He's got some market-based investments. Wow. He really has it all, but he called into the show because although he has all of this stuff, he has never had a plan or he never had a plan, a retirement income plan, Uh a roadmap, a GPS for the second phase of his life. So he wanted a firm to help him put all of this together into an actionable plan that he could follow every single year and make sure that plan keeps up with his life. Because obviously he's 75, he's starting to get up there a little bit. And when he does pull the trigger and say, Abe and the team, I'm officially retired, he wants to know where all of his income would come from. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So we helped him put that together. And so his problems were when he came to us, he had no plan. And he wanted to know if he needed to retire that he could. One of the biggest questions we get from Mm -hmm. anyone that meets with us, can I retire? And if so, is that now? Or do I have to wait a few years and save more money? Mm -hmm. So we helped him put together this comprehensive income plan. We helped him to reduce risk in his portfolio because nine out of 10 people that come to us, Heather, are taking on more risk in the market than they need to. You don't have to take on a lot of risk to get decent returns over time. So we helped him to reduce risk in his portfolio. And so if you're listening to this show right now and you need help with your pension and you have a pension decision to make, if you need help with determining when to take Social Security, if you need help with a plan to help you with RMDs coming out of your 401ks and IRAs like this gentleman, Mm -hmm. or if you just simply need a written retirement income plan, a roadmap and GPS for your retirement that you don't have, We can help you put all that together into an actionable plan that can give you as much confidence as possible headed into retirement. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.